When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 217, brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media. My name is Brad Chandler. With me today, I have Mike from... Giletto. Go ahead. Giletto. <laughs> I didn't want to screw that up. <laughs> I, I get it a bunch. I get it a bunch. <laughs> uh, so you're from Fired Up. We've had you on, uh, I want to say... Last year, right? Was yes, I believe year? it was. Um, I think it was early, though, because I don't think the Phillies kind of went on their run. I think it was early in the season. Girardi still might have been uh, the, the manager, I believe. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah I know. Holy it seems crap. like a long time ago. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's so weird <laughs> that like Girardi was the manager. I know. Um, but uh, we're going to end up going over a few things. I want to talk about the 2022 season. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about Dave Dombrowski. We're going to talk some Harper. Uh, we're going to uh, talk some Schwarber. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Noah Song situation. And then I want to get your, your opinion on what the Phillies are going to do in the NL East this year. So first and foremost, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Um, thanks for having me on. Super excited. Um it's it's where the Phillies are in a, a weird position, good position, coming off of the the 2022 World Series. And I mean, anytime you come off a loss, it, it sucks. But listen, I don't think anybody expected them to be in that position. I'm excited for the 2023 season. Um, Phillies made some big moves that I am really excited for. Yeah, some uh, you got some ex Red Sox on your team. Yes, so we do have a connection here. That is um, true. Because I did want to ask you about one, I, kind of a minor, under the radar guy that that he brought in, Matt Strom. You guys, he was there one season, right? With the yep, Red Sox last there, year. Okay, he was there, for, there last year. I haven't seen. I think he's thrown two innings so far in spring, so I haven't seen much of him. I was curious what to kind of expect from him this season. I don't expect him to be a high leverage guy. Probably it's just an innings eater, a long relief kind of guy. Is that kind of what I should expect? 
Nah, somewhat. I mean, yeah. last year he was kind of up and down. Okay. Uh, he was one of our better uh, relief pitchers. I mean, we had Diekman, um, who was just basically, you could call him Walkman. Um, we ended up trading him to the Chicago White Sox, and we ended up getting Reese McGuire in that trade. Um, but Strom was one of our more um, – he, he was like a, one of our better relief pitchers. Uh, I honestly, I'd have to look into it. But, um, oh, sorry, Sox games on. Some of us are longer. But um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's not a high leverage guy. He could be. There was talks about possibly making him the closer last year because they ended up moving uh, Whitlock into the uh, starting rotation. So, I don't know. He he's one of those guys where like you can go up and down with him. Um, the news was that he wanted to see if he could be a starter, and I was shocked that he signed so quickly. Um, and there, the Phillies are using him. Uh, probably going to end up using him out of out of the bullpen. So yeah, absolutely. He's he I... was talking about that though. Yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, I don't even think they're trying him as a starter. Um, and he doesn't really even need to be a high leverage guy with this bullpen because you have Sir Anthony Dominguez and Alvarado, who both had big innings in the postseason in high leverage situations. You bring in another former Red Sox, uh, Craig, Craig uh, Kimbrell. Um, so he he's a high leverage guy. Have kind you of, seen him pitch yet? Um, has he pitched? Uh, that's a good question. I think he's pitched once. How Once was he with the pitch clock? That's another thing we're gonna have to yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I think it's something that everybody obviously is gonna have to get used to. I know Zach Wheeler, his first time with the pitch clock, got absolutely shelled. Um, I think this is a conversation once May, June, July hits. I think everybody's gonna forget the pitch clock exists. I think these guys are gonna get used to it. I do. T- I do too. It's something that's been uh, been implemented in the minor leagues. And you don't really notice it as much. I don't think the rules were nearly as um, strict. I don't know if there was – I'm not 100% sure on this well, with the minor league, but I don't know about the disengagement, which is the one rule I absolutely hate. Uh, you're um, talking about the batter with eight seconds left have to be engaged? Nope. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Nope. Mine, my problem is throwing over to first or th- the pitcher throwing – uh, okay. The fact that they only get two, and if they throw over a third time and don't get them out, it's a balk. Yeah, I, I hate that because if you throw over the second time, the guy's gonna steal. I mean, it's fun because you it get is the- fun. I like that yeah. that angle. But is it really a stolen base? That's like, <laughs> true. Love it, you know, like I, I, I haven't complained so far. I haven't complained so much about uh, the rule changes and whatnot. Like. I hated the uh, ghost runner or the zombie runner or whatever uh, when that was implemented. Uh, I thought that was ridiculous, but now it's like whatever. It's part of the game now, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you don't even think about it, right? As long as they don't put that sort of stuff in the postseason, regular season games, 162 seasons, you don't want 15, 16, 17 inning games. I get it. Do you think that they're going to implement the? I think that the rules are going to stick in the postseason. Uh, and for the well, for the pitch clock, I believe yes, it will stick. I'm talking about the runner on second. Like the fact that that's not in the postseason. I don't think. They, I th- I think that. That's, I don't know. I I don't like any of it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, the the issue with the that I have with the pitch, and not the issue with the pitch clock, but the issue with the people arguing that 
baseball needs to speed up. I don't think the game, the, the length of the game was the issue. I think the action on the bases was the issue. It's home run strikeout. 100%. So taking away the taking away the shift and with the pickoff limit, I think will help the base. Just have more action in the game. I think that was more important than a game being two and a half hours. If a game's three and a half hours and there's a ton of action and it's really exciting, nobody cares about how long the game is because it was a great game. See, I don't know how far you live away from Cincinnati Park, but I live almost two hours away from Fenway Park. So oh, if wow. I drive two hours to Fenway Park, I've already drove yeah. like more than half the uh, half the length of the game, you know? So I'm going to drive there, drive home. There's four hours, and yeah. the game's only two and a half hours. Right, you're getting, a, you're getting a beer and a half, two beers tops in that two hours. Like, you know what I mean? It's I no, I I live like 15 20 minutes away so it's a nice quick uh I do quick, have to but... say that I, I went to Citizens Bank Park I want to say when was it 2019 Okay. Uh and I love the the layout there. You know, you got Citizens Bank Park. I don't what is it Lincoln Field? Lincoln Financial Field what do you yeah, Lincoln yep. Financial Field and then you guys got Wells Fargo literally right yep. in walking distance. I know. It's basically like a complex right there. Yep, uh, fantastic. It uh, is a really, it, it is really nice setup. So I, I love Citizens Bank. I think it's a beautiful ballpark. Um, and I don't know if you, if you, kind of keep an eye on it, but they've made the the scoreboard out in left field even bigger. It's gigantic. Like the, this yeah. is the first year with it. It's humongous. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen it this year. Uh, obviously, no games have been played there right, yet. Yep. But uh, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to some uh some more baseball outside of the red sox i'm trying to actually get more involved with minor league okay um we have a guy on our podcast ed who is huge huge into the minor league and he's just literally been like nailing it down on us he's like hey you gotta watch this guy you gotta watch that guy and we've had a few of the guys on our podcast and it's like so fun because now they're starting to like in spring training like you have your, you know, no offense to the people, but you have your casual fans who are like, who the hell is this guy? You yeah. know? And then we're like, Oh my God, we've been watching this guy for like two years, three years. We knew he was going to be this good, bah, right. bah, 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 you know? And so it's, it's real cool to see these guys. We've had, uh, we've had guys come on our podcast and we had one guy come on our podcast who was in the minor leagues. He was in triple a. And then literally like a week later, he ended up making his major league debut. Oh wow! So, it's so it's so fun to be able to talk to those guys. They're engaging. Um, I'm just looking forward to being able to pay attention more to them um, than I have, you know, in my almost 40 years of being on this earth. Right. Yeah, so. especially because I mean the minor league. I mean baseball is crazy with all the prospects and how long it takes these guys. Like you draft a guy, and you don't hear anything for like eight years about them, about them. You know what I mean? Right. Like right now, we got a guy, uh, Marcelo Myers. And everybody's like, bring him up. We need a shortstop. Bring him up. Yeah. We need a shortstop. It's like, hey, man, he's only been, you know, he's he's got to develop, you know. Wait until at least like double A. Let him get a little, let, let him get his uh, feet wet, you know. Yeah, like, um, that, so there's a podcast that is uh, on our network, Bell Smash. They just had Mark Appel on their, uh, their, their podcast a couple weeks ago. And he, he's a guy that was picked I, in the first round. I think it might have been even the first, first overall by Houston. He came over in the Ken Giles trade, uh, made his major league debut last season. I think he's like uh, in 30, like something like that. Uh, the late, late 20s, early 30s. Crazy making his MLB debut that right. late, being a top flight draft pick is kind of. Kind of crazy. All right, man. Let's get into this. Let's start talking some Phillies. 
Uh, we're going to end up talking a little bit of Phillies mixed in with some Red Sox as well, because yep. like you said, we got a bunch of guys that are on your team that were ex Red Sox, but let's talk about the 2022 season, buddy. Um, yeah. What, what a season for you guys, huh? Seriously. Yeah. It was not, I, I gotta say like, I don't think anybody really expected that the Phillies were going to be able to do what they did. Never, you know, never mind make the postseason, you know, but get to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, we said it on our show when the season started. Uh, the 2022 season was a success if you get in the playoffs and at very minimum get the young guys or even get anybody on this on this roster playoff experience. That's what last year was about. They definitely got it. You know, they went to the World Series, but it was about getting the young guys, Bryson Stott, um, Alec Bohm, getting those guys playoff experience. Bill, Reese Hoskins and Aaron Nola, who obviously are a little older than, you know, the previous two, but never been in the playoffs before. Homegrown guys. Get them in the playoffs and see where that takes you. Um, and you can build on build off of that into the 2023 season. Um, but yeah, it was just a crazy roller coaster ride. Like, it starts. I think they started the year 22 and 29, something like that. Then Girardi, then Girardi gets whacked. Uh, they they promote Rob Thompson, who's a bench uh, bench coach, and they kind of just lit a fire under them. And then, uh, so the surprising part was Bryce Harper goes down in the middle of the season for uh, like about a month. And in spite of him going down, they played well. They they went on an absolute tear. Um, and then it's funny because I remember down the stretch, uh, like early uh, late August, early September. They were they were on a skid. They were playing they were playing bad teams, um, and they they were losing they were losing pretty bad. And and we had a conversation on our show of like, are they going to have a September collapse that we were so used to in the previous two seasons under Girardi? It was very possible they were going to miss the playoffs. Um, and obviously they they sneak in, and the rest is kind of history. Uh, it's it really was a magical run because I don't think anybody really expected it. Um, so like it while while losing does suck. I, nobody is, I don't think, devastated because that's not necessarily. You always want to win, but it's not necessarily what last season was about. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I feel like if the Phillies ended up winning the World Series, those uh, light poles and whatnot are going to get <laughs> greased. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen some. I've seen the celebration from the, when you guys won the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, I, hopefully nobody eats horse shit again. We don't need that again. <laughs> that is the one thing. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Every, every Phillies fan I've ever met, I'm like, you know, the only team whose fan base has ever eaten horse shit literally, like, got got their got their face on YouTube <laughs> and everywhere eating horse shit. It's are passion. the Phillies. Like, that? What? It's passion. passion. Like, what in the world made you eat horse shit? Like, I don't care. Uh, I'm alcohol. Hoping, lots of it. I'm hoping that guy was not a Phillies fan, and that yeah. was literally, like, the bet. Like, dude, if they lose or if they win, you got to eat horse shit. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like, he lost the bet. Yeah. And they fucking lost, and he's like, no. That would that make was, too much sense. I remember, the, I remember seeing that. I was like, what? <laughs> That was ridiculous. So you guys ended up getting some signings, uh, a signing last year. You guys got Castellanos. Um, um, who else did you guys get it was last Schwarber, year? Schwarber's first year. Uh, yep, Schwarber was with you. Yep. I remember I sent you a message with a yeah. sad emoji face, and you're like, we'll take care of him. Yeah, and we um, did. 45 home runs. I mean, he was he was great. 
Yeah, let me let me tell you, dude. We heard a lot about that. Yeah. Like, oh, we let him go. We let him go. You know, forty-five. But how many RBIs did he have? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I, I'm not, even with his forty-five home runs, I'm not sure he broke a hundred. I think he was like <laughs> at eighty home yeah. runs last year. Let me, let me. I'm not. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um, Ninety-four. Wow. A lot of those had to be leadoff homers. I also was one home run shy, 46. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's – and I'm sure we were kind of going that way. I don't know if you want to get into the 2023 season and, and, and beyond or whatever, but the the Trey Turner signing, yeah. that's we'll, why we'll, I think we'll, – we'll, we'll talk about that as yeah. well. Um, so, um, you guys ended up getting those two. Yep. Um, who was your MVP for your team in 2022? Ooh, that's a good question. And why was it not Bryce Harper? MVP. Well, that's that's the weird thing is like Bryce Harper missed a decent amount of games and but and he, he was so good in the postseason, so it's hard not to say him. But that's kind of the easy answer. Who is the MVP? That's a good question. I I don't know. Um, I, that's a thing. Like when guys went down, there were other guys that pick them up. Like during the time where Harper was out during the season. Um, Schorber went crazy. Uh, Reese Hoskins took his place. Um, there was really just a all around effort. I mean, I, I'll, if I had to say one, it's Bryce Harper. Cause I don't think they make it to the world series without him. Okay. Um, but yeah, isn't it crazy? Speaking of rule changes that the Phillies got to the world series, uh, last year, basically because of two rule changes. That literally DH. the only reason why the DH because if they don't have a DH, Bryce Harper gets shut down for the season. Right. And two, the extra playoff team because they snuck in. Yep. So without those that, two that, rules, that's they don't so get in. Weird. <laughs> yep. You're right. You're right. Um, and it was good for Philly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> so, um, you guys ended up making a couple uh, of moves this season, uh, this off season. Sorry. Uh, you ended up getting, uh, Kimbrel. Um, was Kemperl a trade last year? No, they signed him in the offseason. Okay. Yep. Uh, for some reason, I thought he was a trade. You guys got Strom. Uh, who else did you end up getting? Uh, I know you guys traded for Clemens, which I'm a, I'm a fan just because of the name. Well, absolutely. And, and he was really the throne. He wasn't even the big piece in the trade. It was Gregory Soto. They were uh... – the, from the Tigers that they, they were they were interested in and and they got him because they they kind of they were bolstering the bullpen. I talked about it a little earlier the fact that like bullpen's been their Achilles heel. You go on and get Kimbrel, you get um you get Strom, you get uh, Soto, Turner. and Turner's the big one. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, Turner is gigantic for this lineup. Um, because we talked about Schwarber and how many leadoff home runs he had. I don't think Schwarber is a prototypical lead, prototypical nope. leadoff hitter. He's just not. They refused to take him out of that spot all season. Um, but this way you could put Turner in that one spot, slide Schwarber down to three or four. I think he's perfect in the four spot. Let him get those home runs with guys on base, and that 94 RBIs could turn into 120, 115, 120. Who but, do you think is your best hitter? The best hitter. Um, that's such a loaded Is question. it Bryce or is it Schwarber? Uh, best hitter, I would say Bryce. So uh, Schwarber, that, Schwarber probably has more power than Bryce, though. Do you think that they do? Because I'm starting to hear this more often than not that they have that you usually have your sec or your best hitter hit second so they can get more at bats. Um, 
It, dep- it depends how you define your best hitter. Like, I think the most power on this team is Schwarber, but the best overall hitter probably goes to either Turner or uh, Harper, I would think. Um, because Schwarber, as many home runs as he hits, that, that average is still low. I know average isn't necessarily an end-all, be-all in today's game, um, but, it, but it might be now that the shift's gone. So I don't – it might be a little more important. The shift is a is a big plus for lefties. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are, are screaming at the top of their lungs, oh, you should – you know, if you can't – if you're a major league baseball player and you can't just adjust your swing to where you're hitting it to the opposite field, you should be getting paid nearly as much as you are. I mean, what – like, I don't know a lot about the Phillies, you know, before, like, 2022 right <laughs> no offense <laughs> but uh i mean like i'll say with david ortiz like he the only way like he beat the shift by hitting bombs yeah yeah and, and that's the other argument is, is you hear people talk about the, the shift and the things you said like oh go the other way or oh lay a bunt because that's exciting people just laying bunts down the third baseline <laughs> like, I don't want. I don't want to watch those people button all day. I, I mean, like, once a, in a, a blue moon. A, sure, a, a good, great, you know, lay down. A, you know, uh, something but like now, that. Sure, but not just to beat a shift. But now, I mean, come on. Sometimes you can get a double out of a bump. You can absolutely. Har- Harper's done it a few times over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So let's uh let's talk about. Uh, Trey Turner and what you think he's going to do for this team. You you said that he you think he should be lead off. Yeah, I think he's a perfect leadoff hitter. He's got the speed and with the bigger bases and with the pickoff limit like that. I mean, it, it even adds more value to him. Um, who who were you uh, who were you hearing rumblings about? Like I heard, you know, you know, Trey Turner was in there. You had Xander Bogarts. Was there anybody else that you guys were interested in, or was it just those two? Um, it, I think it was just those two, um, from the start, Trey Turner was my number one choice. Um, and then I probably would have went Xander, which by the way, what's up with the Red Sox not paying people? What, what's going on? I mean, listen, thank God they paid Devers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you, 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 you can't pay Mookie. You can't pay Xander. What's going on? The Mookie situation, uh, a lot of people are pissed off about, um, I'm not thrilled about it, but it's like I don't know if he really wanted to stay in Boston. I mean, with the guy he wanted, you know, whatever he wanted, they should have given him. Yeah. And they have the finances to do so. Yeah. But for what they wanted to do, they wanted to cut payroll or, you know, get under the luxury tax and whatnot. And if they were going to pay a guy almost $400 million, they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and it sucks. Mookie's Mookie's elite. He's he's fantastic. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I, I love him. I I refuse to watch him uh, on, <laughs> I get on the it. Dodgers. I get it. Uh, I remember the first time I saw him playing in a Dodgers uniform. It was spring training for 2020, and I was just like, "This is just no. I don't like it. Yeah, this is. I don't like this at all. Yeah. And um, but I mean, they 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 traded Mookie. They got rid of uh, David Price. Uh, half his contract and you know it is what it is yeah. it sucks um i loved mookie what in the fuck is going on out here <laughs> like how long does it take you to back your truck up um <laughs> sorry about Uh-oh. that no, you're good. 
Um, no, the, the whole Mookie thing sucked. I mean, they basically um, disbanded the entire outfield from the two, uh, 2018 yeah. World Series team. You know, Ben Attendee, uh, he was gone. Then or he got traded. And then we got Franchi Cordero. Um, there were some more pieces in that as well. But then, you know, not for nothing, Jackie Bradley Jr., his bat was his his bat's like cooked. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, like great guy. I've always loved Jackie Bradley Jr. Simply for the fact that my name is Bradley. So <laughs> you know, the first time I ever saw him, I was like, "You're my favorite player," you know, just just because your last name is Bradley. Um, but it's like now it's getting to the point to where like you're not seeing these players anymore. I think the only couple, the only players that we have from the 2018 world series team sale Devers. And I'm not even sure we have anybody else on the team. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, at least, at least they kept Devers and they paid him. I He's, he might be one of the most underrated players in the league. I, I, love, I love Devers. Devers. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's going to end up being like, I think uh, the 11 years was great. I think the fact that they didn't put a no trade clause in there is great. But once he hits 10 years, there's a no trade. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I think he has four years left. And so, yeah, so in 2027, it'll kick in because he'll be there. For, he would have been there for 10 years. Right. So, but enough of the Red Sox. I brought you on here <laughs> to talk. No, no problem. I'm, I I can actually sit here and do this all, yeah. all night. But I brought you on to talk about your team. I want to talk about your podcast and whatnot. Um, so Trey Turner, he's going to lead off in your opinion. Um, yeah, well, th- they said that he's going to lead off at, at the very least until Harper comes back, which we don't know when it will be. Um, their goal is the All-Star break. Um I think Bryce Harper is a freak in nature. He's built his body's built different than yours or mine, and his body just heals quick. It wouldn't shock me at all if Bryce Harper's back by May. You think that's a, that, that could happen? Yeah, I, I their their goal is the All Star break. That's probably more likely. It wouldn't shock me if it's May or June, just because he's always come back quick in his career. He surprisingly is going to be in spring training. He reports tomorrow to spring training, um, which is really I don't know if he's going to take any. He probably won't take any live at bats. He'll probably just swing the bat a little bit, uh, do some you know batting cage type stuff. But he's he report he's going to actually be in spring training, which I think is a surprise. And if he was going to be out till July, I I don't know that he'd be down there. I, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so um, let's talk Noah's song. You guys grabbed Noah's song from the Red Sox in the Rule 5 draft. The Red Sox left him, you know, unprotected uh, simply because, you know, he's been in the military, he's been serving, um, and, you know, there was – there was no need for us to put him on the 40 man. Cause the guy hadn't pitched in three years uh, professionally. Yeah. So, I mean, 2020, obviously whatever, uh, but he was, he was in the military. So, I mean, not, not protecting him, not being able to uh, the pitch and whatnot. It, it, it really didn't mean much. What were your thoughts when you guys picked him up? 
And then we'll talk about like him being able to come to camp afterwards. But yeah. What were your uh, thoughts on that? Initially, when they 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 drafted him in the Rule Five draft, I was a little confused. I was like, "What's Dombrowski doing?" And then I realized, "Oh, he he drafted him, so I guess it kind of makes sense in that regard." Um, so he he knows his talent. I was just confused because, again, not not pitching in three years. It just it's a risk. Um. But I, I was more confused when they when they did it to be honest with you because also it's a team that was just in the World Series. Um, it's very odd to get kind of a quote unquote project that if you keep like he's forced to stay on your like he has to make your team um, if you draft him out of Rule Five. So I, I, it was just bizarre. I think I believe there was a so um, there's a podcast called Sox Prospects and uh, they were talking about it as well. And they said that if he didn't get it, if he wasn't eligible to um, to report to camp, I forgot the words that they used exactly, but they didn't need to put him on the 40-man roster. Yeah, it was like a, a military like exempt or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then next year, uh, he would have only had, I think it's like 90 days, he yep. would have to be on the 40-man or, or, or 26-man roster. Which that's another thing that you guys are going to have to worry about uh, simply because he's able to report and he didn't get discharged. I forgot the exact terminology that so they I, were saying. I don't know exactly the rules of military service and all that, but I believe he's in the reserve. So I think he still has some sort of obligation to the military. I don't know to what yeah. extent, but he has some sort of obligation. So he, he has that obligation still, but he's yeah. able to uh, he's able to join the camp. He's able to do but that now st- puts you guys in a sticky situation because what if this guy just sucks? Well, and, and Dabrowski did talk about that. Um, I, to be honest, I would be very surprised if he makes this the roster. I'd be very surprised. Uh, he's got it. Well, uh, I believe they could send him on waivers, right? Is that, isn't that how yeah, it works? You so, can send, you can send so, him on waivers, so, and if nobody gets him, the Red Sox do and can send him down, I believe. Right, exactly. So if for some reason – you guys don't leave him on the 40 man yeah. or the 20, but you know, Dumbo, he's, he's very thick headed. He's hard headed. Well, and if it's something he wants, he's going to do it. Yeah. But like the guy hasn't pitched and he's basically relearning how to pitch. Uh-huh. Like he, we, we haven't even seen him in a single spring training game yet. He hasn't thrown a single pitch in spring training. He's just kind of doing bullpen sessions. Um, I, and not only that, but like, with the additions they made, I don't see the room for him. I would be very surprised if, if they don't keep him around because they bolstered the bullpen. You're a contending team. I don't know that you could wait around for a guy, for to, to hope a guy can can get it together. Okay, I'm trying to find the transaction here. And and I like it, and it, it was really no risk. I mean, I think it cost him like a hundred thousand uh, dollars, which to the Philadelphia Phillies is like a nickel a quarter. You know? So I think I think that's hilarious simply because of the fact that uh, a couple years ago, before you guys got Dombrowski, the owners were crying poor. Yep, they sure were. And and now they're going over like multiple levels of the luxury tax. <laughs> like it's crazy. All right. So the transaction uh claims waivers on December 7th on the 25th of February. His roster status changed, but they didn't say what it was. But no, I, I 
I honestly think that, you know, credit to uh, Sox prospects, uh, Chris Hatfield and Ian, uh, they were talking about, they think that if he goes on waivers, he's going to be picked up by, say, the Orioles. The Athl- no, like the Athletics, no, athletics. maybe the Orioles, yeah. uh, the Athletics, some team that can hide him on the yeah, uh, totally. on the roster. Uh, the Pirates, the Reds, you know, something like that. Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird uh, to see that situation play out. Um, I'm actually kind of interested in seeing how that goes. And um, Yeah, I mean, he only really has a couple weeks to turn heads. And the fact that he hasn't gotten into any action in spring training – it tells me that he's just not ready, and I just don't see them wasting a roster spot on a World Series contending team for a guy that you hope pans out. Yeah, I mean, uh, he only pitched, what was it? I think it was seven innings, or he was in seven games, and he pitched 17 innings. So, I mean, that was back in 2019. Right, right. And that was for the Lowell Spinners, and that team doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot has happened. Yep. So, we don't know if he's getting any, if he was getting any work in uh, at military. I think he's in the Naval Academy. Am I correct? Uh, I believe that, I believe he was. I thought he was in the Air Force. I could be wrong. Huh. I, I could be wrong. Maybe. Yep. He was in the Navy. Oh, was okay. Yeah. In his Navy career, he set school records for career wins, 32, strikeouts with 428, and innings pitched with 334 and a third innings and tied for the most shutouts in school history with nine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, that's I. Yeah, I just I just don't see it happen. So, who else did you guys end up getting that you're interested in? Who who's raising eyebrows? I, I see you guys got Taylor uh, Walker. Yeah, I was just about to bring him up. Um, that's an interesting one because I didn't necessarily think that was really a big need. Um, at least I think they gave him a four year deal. Um, it's a I don't know. It's it's something I'm curious. I think he's gonna slide in as the number three or number four. I'm not sure how they're gonna kind of rank it. I mean, obviously have Wheeler and Nola at the top, then either Ranger Suarez or Taiwan Walker. Um, then the fifth spot's kind of up in the air right now. But I think, no I think Walker's interesting. I'm sorry? It'll go to no song. <laughs> yeah, no, I doubt it. Um, nah, the fifth spot's probably, well, uh, Phillies fans were hopeful it was going to be Andrew Painter, the young stud phenom pitcher, 19 years old. Right. Um, but he has now elbow soreness, inflammation. Oh. I, I forget what they're calling it. Um, that he got an MRI uh, a few days ago, three, four days ago. We haven't heard anything. He's going for a second opinion. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, um, it sounds like the same thing. Uh, Bryce might be it might have gone through. Yeah. So, and and, and, and that sucks. That sucks even more for a pitcher because yeah. Oh, totally. And he's 19 years old, so his long term health is the most important thing. Is yeah. get this guy a long a long career? Just he, get the get the Tommy John done now, yeah, and then you'll come back. I mean, if if anything, you know, if Nathan Evaldi has shown anything, it's that two Tommy John surgeries make you throw a hundred miles per hour. Javerlander got it at like 39 years old. I mean, and he won a Cy yeah, Young after that. Yeah, <laughs> that team. Oh, yeah, that team is disgusting. Yep. And how do you feel about the Mets spending as much money as they did? 
Uh, they're the Mets. Uh, who cares? Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you know what? They, they could go and play their cute little trumpets, you know. I, I, oh, I'm, wow. I'm, Shots are fired. They're, they're the Mets. What yeah. are they going to do? They're going to win 100 games, and then they're going to lose early in the playoffs. That's what the Mets do. Wow. Wow. I mean, you got two of the best pitchers on their team, too. They do. They do. And, and I mean, I know Scherzer isn't getting any younger, but he they kind of were able to – move on from DeGrom in a sense of, like, DeGrom has far more hard miles, I think, than Scherzer, where, like, DeGrom's arm is going to fall off any day now. I don't think – I know Scherzer's had some back issues here and there, but nothing, I don't think, to the extent of DeGrom. So maybe they got away from the DeGrom injury mess. I think DeGrom already is, like, not pitching. I think he's already Yeah, hurt. he is. A, he yeah. Is a, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, who on your team and your minor league system, who are you – most excited to see play a role uh, oh, with man. the 2023 Philadelphia Phillies? Um, well, I'm sure, as you know, minor leagues isn't really Dombrowski's thing. <laughs> so I, I disagree, dude. I disagree. Because, I, he hasn't done much I, to this. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, a, a, you know, you've got uh, Tristan Casas, you got Jaron Duran, yep. you know, you got these guys that are coming up now that were – Dombrowski's guys. Yeah, true. So yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, he's he's good with picking the right people. It's development uh, with these people that we gotta we gotta be concerned about. But uh, is there anybody that you're interested in that you want to well, see? I, I, I mean, Andrew Painter was the was the big one, but now that he's down with the injury, it's not going to be him. Um, but they have a couple good good pitchers. I mean, uh, Micah Bell, which I don't know if he's going to really see time this year. I think he's kind of more slated to be ready to pitch in twenty twenty four, but maybe halfway through the year if he's turning some heads. They also have Griff McGarry, who's another who's another right handed pitcher. Um, they don't really have any fielders. Um, that I don't think is really going to turn heads at least this season. Um, they had Logan O'Hop, who looked like he was going to be a nice little piece, but they traded him to the Angels, and it was either the Syndergaard deal or the Brandon Marsh deal. They made two trades with the Angels on deadline day. I forget which deal is which, <laughs> but t- traded for those guys. But he looked like he was going to be a nice little player. They traded him. They really don't have any fielders that I'm really super excited about coming up. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really just pitching. The pitching prospects are really nice okay. down there. So which which pitcher? Yeah, uh, I know you said Painter, but obviously M- with Mika Bell and Griff McGarry are the two. I think Mika Bell has probably the higher ceiling than McGarry, but I don't know if I don't know if we're going to see him at all this year. There's a chance with Painter's injury, maybe they they call up uh, Abel or Abel, um, but I, I don't. Uh, he's I don't think he's making it out of camp. Okay, he's not going to be on the starting. Uh, no, I don't believe uh, so. All right, I, I could see a September call up with 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 him, but. That's- yeah, I don't it's see typically... it because because the Phillies team's just deep. They they're they're really deep. So I don't think they're just doesn't matter how deep you are. Yeah. An injury happens, and True. injury happens, totally. and all of a sudden now you need a guy to step up. So yep, um, you know, never wish any like anybody to get injured, but it happens, man. It does totally, totally. So what are your feelings with Dombrowski and how he's been handling this team uh, since he's joined the organization? Um, he got them to the World Series, so he's good in my book. Um, he just, it, I think he, 
what we've seen from him is he he finds and heading into the offseason he finds a weakness and tries to correct it like I, I talked about the bullpen the last couple of years being really bad and last year he goes out and, and, and tries to correct it by signing Brad Hand and Yuri's Familia now they both didn't pan out especially Familia he was an absolute disaster but at least he tried to fill that need and he did it again this year with Kimbrell and, and the guys we named earlier um and then he, he sees a need, uh, you know, in the in the middle infielder goes gets Trey Turner, um, so he, he sees a need, he attacks it, he's aggressive, which I really like, because um, it's just about now. It's about now. This you have Bryce Harper, you have J T. Romuto, you have a great core of players. Now's the time for him to strike, and, and he does it. So I just like his aggressiveness. I mean, he's super, super aggressive. Yep. Uh, it's always been uh, if he if he sees a sees sees a hole in the in the system or on the team he's going to fill that hole yep um and that's what he did he did that with trey turner he did that with the red sox as well uh there's there's like a mixed review of people who are like team uh team dombrowski you know you got either yay uh dombrowski was great or no dombrowski sucked he was terrible he traded away Moncada. he traded away this person that person it's like yeah, but what did those people really do? Right. You know, like he traded a lot of pro- uh, a lot of our prospects at the time. Like uh, Johan Makata, he's he's playing with the White Sox, but I mean, you don't hear about him. Who do you hear more about? Do you hear about Mankata or do you hear about Rafael Devers? Yeah, Devers. He picked the right person to trade. Yep. You know, hundred percent. It's you know, I give a lot of crap to to my friend uh, Ryan Brady, who's on our podcast. He's he's a Dumbo fan uh, through and through, and he doesn't see why you know we're not spending the money like he is. But right. I, I'm 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 with it. it. It is what it is. He got hired to do a job, and he did it. And he does it everywhere he goes. Yep. And 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 last off season, if you ask me if you ask me that question, I might have had a different answer. So the World Series run can kind of change a lot in my viewpoint of him. Um, especially again going out and getting Trey Turner. Um, because but but I mean, listen, he. He finds a hole and, and he, he attacks it, which which is it's all he can really ask for a GM, it's, and especially when you have ownership that is willing to just write blank checks. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that two like four years ago they were crying poor, you know, like that just that's mind boggling, you know. Yeah. It's like you're well, not poor. Stop it. Yeah, like, well, I've, 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 I've seen your yeah. your ballpark, right? Well, you I know? think Bryce Bryce Harper changed a lot because I think he said that right before the year before they signed Harper, um, and then they signed Harper, and then he kind of talks, to, you know, with the owner John Middleton and said, "Listen, if I'm going to be here, we got to get pieces in here to win." Um, right. He was a big he was a big advocate of 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 bringing guys in. I know he was a big I mean, him and Trey Turner obviously have a past in Washington, so I, it, he probably has something to do with that. He he's been very vocal about getting people in here because we need to win. Good. That's yep. what you need. You need a guy who's going to, uh, basically, the leader. Yep. And and this team's full of them. Like you have you have Harper, you have Schwarber, Castellanos, who I hope has a bounce back season. He really wasn't what he what we're used to seeing Nick Castellanos be last season. In the first season as a Philly, he he kind of had a down year. I'm hoping he bounces back. But you have Zach Wheeler. I mean, it's it, you have a lot of JT Romuto. You have a lot of leaders in this in this clubhouse. Yeah, no, yeah, you do. You got a lot of names too. Yep, and, and that's good for you guys. Uh, Shock just, you know, um, who was it that uh, ended up signing with you guys? That I was shocked. I was shocked with the Craig, uh, the Kimbrel signing. 
yay and nay because like man it's weird seeing him in a in a phillies uniform yeah but it's it's dabrowski i mean he he wanted Campbell for the red sox and that's what he ended up getting um it's yeah and and, and he I don't know what to expect from Kimbrel. I certainly don't expect his Boston Red Sox days because I don't think they're going to end up using him as a closer anymore, right? Well, that's that's a thing. Is Rob Thompson's thing is he doesn't have a closer, and that's kind of really around baseball in general. Like there, there really aren't like Mariano Rivera's don't exist anymore. Um, everyday closers are hard to come by. This is going to be a really like closed by committee. You're gonna have the, Sir, Anthony Domi- Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Ooh. Alvarado. Um, Craig Kimbrell, I think, are your main three. Even Gregory Soto can come in in high leverage uh, situations. I think those four guys are going to kind of, uh, depending on matchups and things like that, I, I think it's going to be a, a close by committee kind of thing. I'm going to have to talk to my buddy uh, Brady about that because he hates that. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's the kind Red of around Sox, baseball nowadays. The Red Sox got a closer. Yeah. We got Kenley Jansen, yeah, and yep, he yep. he led the league last year in saves. So I mean, it's not that they don't they don't exist; it's that we're not creating them. Yeah, we're not letting our pitchers uh, do so. Well, so, it's it's the whole analytic argument is you know, they play matchups and that, but you can't really play matchups anymore. I know. You know, you you've got a three batter minimum, and that's basically yep. it. You know, yeah, true. <laughs> yep. So I what just, are your what are your expectations for the Phillies for 2023? So I mean, they were just in the World Series, so I feel like at the absolute minimum, you got to make the playoffs with this roster that Dombrowski's built, playoff or bust. Like, um, obviously, it hurts getting you know having Harper miss a lot of the season, um, so that you're losing production there, but you gain that production uh, with Trey Turner. Um, I, I think they, I think they could be second in the division. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Second behind. I, behind the Braves. You really don't like the Mets. I don't like the Mets. No, I don't, I don't like the Mets. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I know why they're in the yeah, NL East and everything, yeah. but I mean, so aren't the Braves. But the Braves are always there. Completely switching topics. Did you see, see this baseball writer that put out proposed divisions? If the uh, if the MLB expands to two te- uh, two more teams, did you see this proposed division? It no. was getting it was getting rid of I forget which writer did it. It might have been Baseball Today. Somebody did it, and it was they were getting they were getting rid of the two leagues, and the the one division for the the Northeast was Yankees, Red Sox, Phillies, Mets. <laughs> Red Sox, Yankees, Phillies, Mets. That'd be an insane division. No, thank you. It'd be, it'd be wacky. I'm, I'm all no, for thank it. You. No, thank you. I'm all set. What are you? How are you? How do you feel about the like? We talked a little bit about the rules changes, and I, and I know that I asked you your expectations, but like, is it weird seeing pitchers not hit, or like, do you love it? I like it. I like it a lot because I like. In my opinion, I don't think you should just be giving free outs. Like that's essentially what the pitcher was. Like it was, it was a bunt or an out. Like that was it. It was boring. It was boring to watch. Give me, yeah, give me nine batters for the for the pitcher to face. Um, even though this year we're gonna have trouble because Bryce Harper's out half a season. So I, we don't even know who's gonna be the, their DH until Harper comes back. I think it's gonna be Derek Hall, who kind of had a cup of coffee with the Phillies. Uh, 
last season while um, while Harper was out. I think it'll be him. He's got a little bit of pop, got a little power. Um, so we'll see. So what are your expectations? You said postseason. Postseason at minimum. Um, I, I think. Let's get a record. A record. Um, so I'm. I know their over under, you know, in the sports books is lower than it probably should be, but Harper being out probably has something to do with that. I'm gonna say ninety one wins. That's my that's my prediction. Ninety one wins. Ninety one huh? wins. Yeah, I think the Bra- I think the Braves win probably around a hundred. Be be the be the winner the winner of the division. And the Mets will be around 88, 89. I hate them. I don't like the Mets. I'm sure, you, as you could tell. <laughs> Is there a reason outside the fact that they're in the NL East? No, I just they do the same thing every year. You know what I mean? Like they spend all this money and they they have a good lineup and their lineup is damn good. Um, and they have the two, you know, the the two great stars at the top of the rotation. Like, I just I don't know. It's the Mets are gonna met. Mets are gonna met. <laughs> so we're going with ninety-one seventy-one. Um, and do you think they make it? They go so, to the World Series. I know uh, I you mean, want them. To. I was gonna say the fan in me says yeah, but I mean it's 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 hard to do, right? Um, the I, I mean the the NL has some great teams in it. Um, the the Dodgers are always gonna be there. The Braves are a tough out. The Padres. You know, the Padres are, are like team. the NL West version of the NL East Mets. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, true. They, I I don't care what anybody says. I think Prowler was just like snorting a bunch of coke, and he was like, "All right, let's go get this player." Yep, he's like, "We're gonna drop eleven years on Xander Bogarts until he's forty-one." Yep. All right, we're gonna extend Manny Machado, give and him they, eleven years, and they still have Tatis who's coming back in what after a month, I think, something I like think that. It's Twenty couple games. Weeks. Okay, yeah. So and they saw and then, him coming back, and then I believe they they still got money on Darvish. So yeah, it's uh, yep. I don't think the Dodgers are going to be as good as everybody, you know, you know, as everybody thinks. Well, I, I think their lineup is really good. Um, I, the, the pitching is is an issue. I mean, I know they have uh, Walker, I, Bueller, but he, other than that, like I mean, Clayton Kershaw's getting older. Uh, who I mean, kind of who's in that rotation that. Scares teams. Mm. Which, uh, speaking of of former Dodgers, wh- is Justin Turner okay? What the what the hell was that? Oh wow, yeah, that I was mean, nasty. So so I've got two. I, I want to say two things on this. First of all, like Justin Turner, um, you know he his wife actually tweeted something out uh, yesterday. I think it was like early evening, saying that he ended up getting sixteen stitches. Um, he's swollen. Nothing's broken. Um, yeah. So I, I guess it was like, uh, some tissue structure or something like that. A lot of blood. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. I, I was at work and, you know, we were talking about it, um, in our chat and whatnot. And I, I was at work and I was like, can someone send me this? Cause I want to see what it was like. Is it as bad as everybody said? And I saw it and I was like, I don't want to see this again. Yep. Like it was, it was terrible. Um, I hope Justin Turner, you know, he comes back uh, and he's going to be able to help this team and whatnot because he's a great guy. Always liked him. Um, always loved that little, like, the bat thing that he does with his jersey. <laughs> he does the pine tar on uh, on his jersey or whatever. And he plays hard, too, which I really Yeah, like. he's he a does. really hard player, yeah. And he's he's supposed to be our uh, a designated hitter. So with the fact that he's probably going to start the season, you know, on the I.L., 
because of the situation. Yep. Um, you know, it's awesome to hear that he's doing well. Um, on the other hand, I want to know how the pitcher feels. I want to make sure that he's okay because mentally that's got to fuck you up. Yeah. I mean, like Justin Turner, I know he got hit in the face and I know like that sucks. Everything sucks about that too. And, and rightfully so everybody's yep. talking about Justin Turner, but I really want to know, like, has anybody like, talk to like it wasn't on purpose you no, know it wasn't not. on purpose and and usually you could tell in that situation immediately the pitcher's reaction if it was on purpose or not like he genuinely felt bad when he realized that ball was going right for his head yeah it sucks and it's yeah. like i know there's a couple guys out there that have gotten a hit in the face before you got stanton who's got hit in the face and then Bryce like, harper did uh, oh yeah ago? he yeah. did he did and and like I think it was you know, i think it was last year he got hit by it was it snell and then I think he faced Snell in the in the postseason. I believe. I think it was Snell. But uh, I mean, like it's it's always like if you get hit in the back or you get hit in the hit in the ass or whatever, that sucks. But it's like okay, go take your base, you know. But when you get hit in the fucking face, yeah. dude, like there's two sides to it, and it's like Justin Turner absolutely 100 percent sucks. I'm happy that he's okay. He made a tweet. His wife made a tweet last night. He's doing okay. They're going to, you know, he said, they said like a couple weeks possibly, you know, until the swelling goes down. And, you know, I just want to know what is up with the pitcher. Like, yeah. is he okay? Because like I said, that's a, that, that's a mental thing. Like totally. it, you, like there's people that would probably quit playing baseball just because of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, a, it's unfortunate. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, like he's not posting pictures of it or whatever. Like it, it was gross. It was gross. Yeah. A lot of blood. Yes. Yes, there was. Yeah. It was, uh, but happy to hear he's, he's doing well though. So yeah. That's good. He's doing all right. I'm sure he's, uh, he's hurting, you know, yep. swollen and everything, but yep. he'll be okay. He's a tough dude. Oh, totally. All right. So go ahead, plug your podcast and where can everybody find you? Yeah, appreciate that. So we, uh, so Fired Up Sports is our podcast. We cover the sports teams in Philadelphia: Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, Phillies. Um, and if uh, we're on, we're everywhere: YouTube, Twitter, Facebook at Fired Up Sports. Uh, we also have a website: FiredUpSports.com. Um, and you can follow, find me for any of my my dumb tweets and takes that I have at Mike underscore Gilletto. Um, and yeah. Fired is spelled P H P H for Philadelphia because we thought we were clever. <laughs> and you Philly fans are dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, Just, you know, takes one to know one. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're kind of stupid too. <laughs> but uh, Mike, I thank you so much for coming on and jumping uh, on and you. talking some Phillies with me. Uh, looking forward to talking to you probably later in the year. See how you guys are doing. Absolutely. Maybe if you guys get into the playoffs and get to the World Series, we can have a Red Sox uh, Phillies. That'd be uh, fun episode, That'd uh, be fun. and we can talk the World Series together. Let's Red Sox Phillies, right? Yeah, let's, Red let's Sox ma- Phillies. Let's, manif- let's manifest that. I, I, like I that. will manifest if the Red Sox make it to the World <laughs> Series. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, Mike, I appreciate you so much coming on and joining it, uh, joining me, talking to me. Uh, we got to do this more often, it, even if it's just like shooting the shit with each other uh, through tweets and whatnot, or Twitter or whatever it is. 
Uh, love chatting with you. The, you know, got to do this a little more. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, we, we'll definitely do it again. We'll have to have you you come on our show as well. To, a, little, a little more shit talk. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I know you Philly fans don't hold back. No, I, I went to Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> so before we go, I, I got a story for you. Okay. So I've been to Citizens Bank Park. I went in 2019, and I have been to Yankee Stadium for a Yankees-Red Sox game, right? So you would think that that rivalry was just like everybody wants to kill each other. Yeah. I I was almost going to get into a, a fight at Citizens Bank Park because I was yelling uh, Mitchie two bags in 2019 and 2021 or 2022. When I went to Yankee stadium for a Red Sox Yankees game, I felt like we were friends. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? I thought I was going to die at Yankee stadium. Yeah. I'm going to die over here at Citizens Bank park because this guy thinks that, you know, he's like, fuck you. Yeah, you're, yeah, Philly, you're not a Phillies fan. Yeah, Philly fans are different. The the, the funny story, um, one of the more famous ones is Eli Manning, obviously former quarterback of the of the Giants, was at a was at a Giants Eagles game and, and turns around. I, th- I forget. I think he was walking off or walking in, and he turns around and sees an eight year old, and there's an eight year old just flipping in the double bird. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like that's when I knew Philly was different. <laughs> yep, that is different. Yep. All right, Mike. Thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely, I appreciate you having me.